Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Ah, shit. Check it out. Hit you with no delaying, so what you saying, yo? Silly with my nine milli with the deli, yo. When I be on the mic, it's I do my duty, yo. While up in the club, like we wild in the studio. You don't wanna violate, nigga. Truly, yo, my main thug. Julio, he moody, yo. Type of nigga that'll slap you with the Tulio. Bitch, nigga, scared to death, act fruity, yo. Fuck that, look at shorty, she all in the cutie, yo. Maybe you wanna get on in the booty, yo. Type this, niggas are digging this, is the videos. Wildin' in the freaks, like we up in the street shows. Hit you with this shit, make you feel it up in your toes. Hot shit, got all my people in white clothes. Drowning my metabolism. I know I formulate my flows If, if you, you don't know You fucking with the Lyrical player pros Like, like that Like that Like that yeah, yeah. That's my shit Put on your hands With my eyes to see Straight bump Wild in the place to be If you really wanna party with me A lot of niggas Is wondering in their careers I'm making them women This flow was I saying Excuse me. What? Excuse me, insane. <laughs> Excuse me. What are you talking about? What's hey. going on, everybody? It's your boy Fresco and the B U I L L D N. And to my right, we got my big bro, Flaw 700. And us two right here are the podcast brothers in your face with episode 173. Two? 172. 172. You understand us, man? You can follow us on all the medias that are known as social medias um, Facebook. Podcast Brothers group, Instagram, the Podcast Brothers, as well as Twitter, the Podcast Brothers. Lovely Sunday afternoon in downtown Trenton inside of Starbucks. You understand? It's a very, very nice February afternoon out here. The sun is shining. Um, you know, decent temperatures. You can feel the glow from the sun on your skin. It's a good day. It's a good day. And we are here to bring you more material from the minds of your two favorite Podcast Brothers today. Happy. What's good, bro? Happy February. Mm-hmm. Happy Black History Month. And um, yes, just to echo what my bro said, we in Feb- we're in Starbucks. It's nice. It's beautiful outside. It might be fool's gold, though, because you go out there, you still get sick because it's not that type of weather to where you can actually go out there with nothing on. You still got to bundle up. Yo, you on my swag because I don't like it. Mm. I mean, you got the colors popping. <laughs> what kind of response is that? Mm. Got the, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting mm. for you to, like, because I don't. We got on. You look comfortable. I mean, I would. Wear, I mean, we got the Nike sweatsuits on. I get. Yeah. I get that. Okay. I was. I didn't. What know you got on your feet? Cause you got Nikes on your I feet. I got too. Nikes on my feet. Snakey balling, man. Mm-hmm. Balling. Income tax money. Not yet. I didn't get that. Not yet. yet. I didn't get that yet. Damn. Get that yet. That's coming. This nigga drip. Hey, this nigga drip gonna be crazy when he get his tax bro. I can see it already. Nah. I can see it. He gonna get a fucking He gonna get some new drip And a new TV <laughs> Nah 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 I definitely stopped that TV stuff I definitely gotta relax Last year I walked into Best Buy And bought the best TV money could buy For a reason So 
Excuse me. You can stop buying them. Stop, stop buying them. Because sometimes you'll go somewhere and you'll buy something that's like in the middle, and it'll always leave you craving more. Right. Last year, I went and bought the best TV money can buy, and TVs, TVs, and phones. They're reach. They're reaching their end. Yeah, now when I look at a, so much now do, when I look at a TV review, they're telling you about how dark the colors are and about how bright this is. If like fam, that's the best you got. It's over now. <laughs> right. That's like cell phones. Right. What is the difference? Right. Yes, I upgraded from an iPhone XR to an iPhone, iPhone 11. eleven, but at the end of the that's day, the they do the same thing. So now when we buy iPhones, we're buying cameras. You're not mm-hmm. really buying much else, and they kill me with the. This one has the most space and the biggest battery. Y'all tell me that every year. <laughs> should, every year. Should always die. Yeah. Same thing. I don't I don't have a phone that ever lasted 24 hours, fam. At the end of the day, nah. your phones become No matter bigger, how long I had that but shit, they, brand new or old. But they get you with the, this phone has, has much more memory. But guess what's bigger too? The apps. Right. That's what they don't understand, man. These right. apps are getting bigger. We're doing more. So, of course, the phone needs more RAM, needs more memory. So, if you go buy a phone with 256 uh, gigs or whatever... With the videos and the things that we record, the pictures and apps that we save, you're going to run out still. Yep, and that's when they get you on the extra iCloud storage memory space. Yeah. But with that being said, man, you had off a week. How's your mental health and how was your week? Uh, you know me, man. I'm feeling good. Sunday afternoon, you know, stone to the bone. <laughs> um, everything's going great. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my lady real quick though. Mm-hmm. I just want to do that. Can I get a round of applause on that one? Come on, man! You would have did it for guests this year. Stop playing. <laughs> want to get a round? Of, I give a shout out to my lady, man. Just cause. See you, baby. <laughs> Other than that, I'm chilling. My mental health is good. Um, after I leave here, I will be going to get my young man. Hang out with him for a couple of days. And you know, just keeping, just taking care of business, man. Keeping everything, taking everything one day at a time, and you know, get, trying to get stuff done. And uh, fuck child support mm. with a rusty tick, with a rusty dick, mm. straight up. Oh, my week is good though. Other than that, besides that, the week was good. Minor blooper, you know yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing really. Speed silly. bump, yeah. Mm, speed bump. How was How? your how's your week in your mental health? Wow. Wow. Think just, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> actually asked you this time. Actually right? asked me. Yeah. Might be the first time somebody's asked me how's my mental health in my week on the podcast. I'm honored. Flattered. How's my mental health, you ask? Yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. Um I think some things just be triggering me, man. You know what I noticed? I gotta stay it's not stay off the social medias, but I gotta stop scrolling. And that's when you get yourself in trouble mm-hmm. by looking at the dumbness of the people that be tweeting. Do you ever engage? I do sometimes, and then I catch myself, and I'm like, "Why did I even respond? It's not for me." I, uh, I see, I see things on there. See, and that's why I say Instagram is my favorite because I think it's based on who you follow, and it's more just about you know what you as pictures like the mood. You can always unfollow somebody who just, right. who mood. Like, I don't follow people who have a page full of memes and a page full of... Selfies. That too, right? There's got to be some type of action going on. Right. That's why, like, I started filming my workouts and filming the podcast. Like, I'm a man of action and I want to show y'all. Um, so I think, like, you know, I definitely love Instagram. But with Twitter, the issue that I'm having with Twitter 
is that everybody is so all over the place. Like, there's no common ground on Twitter. Mm-mm. And it's just like people just tweet randomly what they're emotionally thinking or something that emotionally triggers them. And then you bring that to my timeline. Because when you tweet something, I can see it if I follow you. And your tweet could come from a place to where I'm no, I don't follow who triggered you. Right. So then you send something to me. Well, not send something to me, but you got something on my line which does, which doesn't agree with my point of view. And it's just like I don't want to look at this. I don't want to see this. Matter of fact, I'm going to mute you because I don't want no parts of any of that. Mm, I want to mute. I, I feel you on that, but I wouldn't mute them. I just would ignore what they're talking about. Yeah, but I'm saying it. Like, do you want to? It, if it if it triggers you. I would advise you to get it off your timeline if it takes you out of your peace, if it takes you out of your comfort zone, if it does make you want to, you know. Some shit, nothing takes me out of my peace or comfort zone. Some I, I get intrigued or I just want to tell somebody how dumb they are or something like that. Or I, I come across posts that I may not agree with but I think are interesting thoughts that I might want to dive into. But, you know, I feel you though. If you, fuck it. If you don't want it there, you don't want it there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't mute. Or I don't like mute or delete or unfollow motherfuckers unless I'm like personally offended. Unless we have a conversation and it's like, hey, fuck you, nigga. You don't know what the fuck you talking about. You, know, you stupid motherfucker. But that's why. Like, right, fuck you. But that's where. But that's where it goes to. If you voice your opinion, <clears throat> if you tell somebody you don't agree with what they're tweeting or posting, you get the you're stupid. Like I'm telling you, that's yeah, that's their goal. It's all. It's all in the way it's done. Because if you, because because they'll probably ask you why you feel the way you feel, and if you didn't read the article that they post, if you don't it actually happened to me recently, actually, I, I bet th- that's what I'm so, saying. And I, and I don't even know what happened to you, right. but fam, this is what happens. So, so I uh, I was tweeting my two cents on the whole uh, Nikki and Meat John that was that was happening. Yeah, and <laughs> Snake tweeted me he was like, "Yo, you know she don't know you, right?" And I was like, "No," he was like, "You know she don't know you, right?" They don't know you exist. Go go live your life. I was like, hey, thanks, man. But I can live my life and tweet my two shits on whatever type of bullshit that I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know you either, nigga. So which like, is, get the fuck is, out of which here. Which is more awkward. I mean, like, fam. Like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, you tweeting me. You tweeting me telling me, tell me she don't know me and I don't fucking know you. Right, right. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? So that's what I mean about Twitter is just a highway and everybody's going in different directions and everybody's going fast. And you might say something or tweet something and contradicts what you're even trying to get across. And that's why people be getting caught up on Twitter. Because you can actually change and want to move on with your life and then a few years back they dig up. Remember he tweeted said, this yeah. shit seven years ago and said he was going to fucking throw a rabbit in his daughter's bedroom. Mm-hmm. But other than that, my shit. week was good, man. My week was cool. No complaints. Um, once again, getting that business started, doing my thing. I'm on the path to wealth. Catch me if you can, coppers. <laughs> I want to start the episode off with um, a platform. Who we got? And this week, man, I want to focus on African Americans. It's Black History Month. And I want to focus on young black entrepreneurs doing their thing because too often, and it's well-deserved, we always go after the OGs of Black History Month, mm-hmm. um, people before our time that paved the way. Paid them dues. Paid them dues and all of that. No disrespect towards you, but there's also a new class of generation of kids, man, of young people, of beautiful black people doing anything. And with that being said, man, I want to talk about Jumping Jack's Taxes. Jumping Jack's Taxes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher their names, but this is a lovely black like couple. Yeah, what's the what's her name? Could be Dana, could be Dana. What, what is it? Dana Chanel and Dana. her husband Prince Donald. There you go. Yo, uh. Dana, you say? 
Okay, Dana Chanel and her husband Prince Donald have founded the first and fastest growing tax company in the USA to bring the tax professional to you using a mobile app. Huh? Jumping Jack Taxes is a family business dedicated to building generational wealth and keeping money in our communities by providing access to financial literacy. That is fire. It's lit. Hit that applause button, man. Yeah, that is that is definitely dope, man. We- And we're going to clap for them um, because, you know, just just to bring that conversation and help people out. And, you know, what I mean, doing things on the app. Some people don't want to get up, get out and get something. Some people don't want to go to the um, tax store. They want to do it themselves or they, you know, they can't wait for that tax um, check to get them a car, get them a house or whatever. I, I tell people, man, don't like, do it. I tell people like, <laughs> yo, people, they, they get their tax return and they ask me, where can they get a car from? And I'm just like, don't do it. Like for one, if you go get you a car that's like five hundred, a thousand, or you'll be out of a car in seven months, right? You'll be spending the whole that. year working on it. Like, don't do that. If all you got is a thousand or two, don't go buy a car. Um, now, what to do with that? You need to uh, highlight the um, these uh, black couple or anybody around the way that you know that's doing taxes. You don't got to be black, but you know, get a get a tax advisor. You understand what I'm saying? And figure out what you should do with that money that you're getting instead of always doing that i'm getting a car or i'm doing this and at the end of the year you always wind up back where you started from every year in february people are waiting on the taxes they do the same thing eventually you got to say you know what it's me something's got to change you know you got to switch up how you spend that paper look at the man in the mirror asking to change his ways and no message could have been any clearer if you want to make a change if you want to make the world a better place take a look at yourself and make that chain yang. All right. Na 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 na. Oh oh oh. Mm-hmm. See, that's my point. Once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> it's gonna feel real good. Shamo. All right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Once you start, you don't stop. That's just how it goes. Let's get into the podcast, brothers. Podcast, man. Would you rather? We're gonna switch it up, man. Because I only look at this as a poison. Would you rather have a personal chef made personal shopper or a nanny? Personal chef made personal shopper or a nanny. Mm-hmm. All have its benefits. But I'll tell you what, and I'm going to go with personal chef. Okay. Here's my thing. Now, all of these people, all of these, you know what I mean, professions are golden. I could use them all if I, I mean, first off, first. Pardon me, y'all gonna call me dumb on this, maybe, but I don't know the difference between a maid and a nanny. Like, don't a nanny, a nanny just nah, one of them looks the nanny, over. The, the nanny watches the kids, the maid cleans the crib. They don't clean? Nannies? Hell no. Nannies don't clean? No. I thought I mean, I, nannies might clean depending on where you're from. It might be one of those things where nanny means something different depending on where you at or what hood you in or whatever. Uh, but from my that. perspective, I was always under the impression that the maid don't look after the kids. The maid just take care of the, look after the house. The maid's going to do what? Well, say okay, all right. Well, the nanny, I don't need it because I'm I'm a hands on with the kids. Don't get me wrong. I could be wrong as fuck about that. Yeah. But that was my interpretation of those two professions. Don't get me wrong. There could be a time to where I <clears throat> hit the lottery and I make a lot of money and I just can't be home like I am custom of being. And then you might need that nanny to hold things down. But as of right now, me, I'm hands on with the kids. Don't need a nanny. Personal shopper. This could be anything, I guess. Uh, clothes, groceries, groceries clothes. whatever. I'm good at that. Like I can do. I I know what I like. Mm-hmm. Made. 
I don't do much, so I wouldn't need a lot to be clean. Like, I don't want nobody picking up after me. Like, I can do that. Unless. <laughs> Nigga, you trash at cleaning unless, up after yourself. Unless, once again, I hit the lottery and, you know, my house is 3,000 square feet or whatever, and I don't you, feel you like cleaning. Nah, you definitely ain't And I definitely like don't feel like cleaning all five <laughs> bathrooms. All but that's not bathroom. yeah, because but that's not me right now. I feel you. I'm definitely going to go with the personal chef only because, man, I'm very I'm I'm a very picky eater, and I would like my chef to make my chicken five different ways because <laughs> I would eat two rotisserie, nigga. Yeah, fried, fried, spicy, mm. baked. Like just make it make it taste good for me. The same thing. If you know me, you know I only eat five things, fam, and. To stay on my health You ain't no fucking chef for that You gonna do that yourself too I don't got Five time. things I don't got time I'm busy now Like I wouldn't I don't cook for myself now I'm busy mm. I figure out how to get What I gotta eat However I gotta get it You understand what I'm saying So that's why I really I went for the chef I'm gonna go chef And um, If you ask me that Nine times out of ten I'm definitely gonna go with chef I just want somebody to chef it up Cause I'm I'm okay. thinking about health I'm thinking about like longevity My goals I work out you're not going to really get the results you want by stopping at IHOP after the gym when you know you got a chef chefing it up at the crib. You can get an omelet. From where? IHOP. I don't trust IHOP's eggs. No? That's like the liquid stuff out the uh, egg container. I mean, out the milk milk bottle, milk, mm. milk container. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. For me, I don't think IHOP serves real eggs. That could just be me. I don't get eggs at IHOP. Okay. I'm also going to go personal chef. Um... I feel like I would get the most benefit out of that than the others. And I don't cook, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's like, yeah, chef, whip it up. And I also, I don't cook, but I also like a variety of foods. Yeah. But if you leave it up to me, I'm going to get the same shit over and over because that's what I I know. So what's your go-to food? Like, what is is your food? What what is your, what's your favorite dish? I mean, shit, I'm just like every other, it used to be spaghetti, Mm. but. A nigga got turned 30 and started having fucking acid reflex and the fucking tomato paste is the cause of that shit. some Tums. Yeah, but a nigga ain't always got Tums. That's a fact. <laughs> like, I've ran out of supplies. Yes. I've ran out got Tums, you forget. Tums. Shit, I got to get Tums. <laughs> then you go out of the house, you forget. You ain't even needing shits to begin with. But you, guess you what's for dinner tonight? You be in the middle. Spaghetti. You be in the middle of pizza, spaghetti, whatever. And then you right. realize you ain't got no Tums on you? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then, so for people who don't have... Acid reflex Let me school you real quick Talk to him When you So tomato paste Is one of the things That activates Or aggravates Acid reflex Right So if you have A bunch of tomato paste In your food You're gonna get A feeling in your esophagus That feels like acid Literally going up and down Your fucking esophagus Over and over It's nothing you can do And also If you're eating Any type of red meat Or something like that or any type of tomato paste, you can't lay down right after you just ate. If you do, acid reflex is literally going to kick up. You might throw up, literally. It's happened to me one time. I actually threw up off this shit. Like, it's bad. It's not a good thing. It'll make you never want to eat none of that shit ever again. But anyway. Dropping acid reflex gems. Jerk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I'm going to go personal chef because I think it's the most benefit. I can shop for myself. I can fucking... Um, well, the chef gonna have to do the food shopping too, nigga. You the chef, bitch. So that's part of your job. You buy, mm. you buy the food that you're going to cook. It's all within, you know, what's gonna be paid for, or whatever. But uh, nanny, 
I don't really like other people looking after my kids and shit. Right, right, that, right. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know how, I don't really trust nannies and shit, but she might be fucking doing shit to make my kids scared of you so they can listen, pinching them when I ain't looking and little goofy shit like that. I'd knock a little old lady out for that shit. Let's be honest though. A nanny would come in handy, but like a new newborn? For them, for them sleeping nights, for them sleepless nights. I don't sleep anyway, so I'm good. No, okay. I'm just saying. Nah, I'm nanny, up. I'll be up. A nanny would be clutch for that <laughs> night that you're not getting sleep and the baby's there, their sleeping pattern isn't set yet. Well, I prefer a nanny when my son can tell me, Dad, I don't like her. Why not? Well, she does this thing. Like I'll be more comfortable just with like that daycare point. and stuff like that, right? Yeah. You want to send them when they can actually talk. Yeah, I'd be more comfortable with that. I don't want to leave my little child. Hey, yo, how you get this bruise on your leg? And I can't ask you. Do you know, like baby, baby shit. Coming out, you, you know how many times that conversation has happened where you, you know, your your kid got a mark on their face and, and nobody just, knows yo. where the fuck it came from. Oh man, that, that that was there when he or she got here. Man, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Or the other kids, like man, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you like you real overprotective of your kids, man. Like you don't want. Nothing that happens to them So I definitely get it But the nanny You definitely have to uh, Trust that nanny Family member We're only gonna hire inside And a maid I don't know how I feel about a maid I don't really like people Touching my drawers And stuff like that Like if I go into the bathroom When I go into the bathroom And I get in the shower Like I leave my clothes That I just took off in there For like two three days sometimes (laughs) Wow wow I don't always I don't always grab them shits Out the motherfucking bathroom And then I'd be like, all right, I'm using a bathroom and anything in and out. But I just leave the clothes right there by the mm-hmm. tub. Fuck it. So, you know, I don't want nobody coming up after me like, oh, this nigga don't ever put his drawers on a hamper. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, she goes, she, 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 she or he is cursing you out in, your, in, in her head, in his, his own head. That. I don't want that. Always leaving his fucking drawers by the tub when he got out the shower. Nigga, just put this shit in the hamper. If you walk past the laundry room on your way out. Like, I don't want that. So, yes, personal chef. I would have the most benefit from. My body would be, you know what I'm saying, reaping the benefits, you know. And, again, a nigga likes a, I like a variety, a different variety of food so that I won't have to eat the same thing over and over. I had a chef to whip it up for me. Bon appetit, motherfucking. If, if personal chef wasn't on the menu, I'd definitely go personal shopper. That could be anything. So, like we talked about earlier, if a new TV came out, yo, bucko, Go cop that go for get me. that Yeah go get that Cause it's nothing worse Nationally going to go get it That's why I'm an Amazon guy now Right I don't want to go into Walmart at all Even though I can probably get the same thing From Walmart or It depends or on It depends on When I'm able to buy it Right So if I just I'm at work And I just came across it And I'm on sale And the sale ends the day Oh yeah I'm going to send that personal shopper But If it's in the afternoon Or something I ain't doing nothing Shit I'm going to go myself so I use that my at my at, uh, what's the word uh, convenience? Yeah, using my convenience. Last night <clears throat> we was a part of frap and chat. It was a speed dating event we had last night with Ebony of Everyday Melon. I can't say it. You know I can't say it. Mm-hmm. Help me out, bro. Try it again. Now go ahead. Everyday Everyday M Magazine. <laughs> Everyday Melanin Magazine. There we go. Uh. And a few of us got together. We put together this dope event. And it started off with, well, first off, the women were on time. And they were early. I won't say early, but they was on time. And they were kindly waiting for the men. And, you know, the men was kind of scarce at first. But make a long story Ooh, short. You implemented a new word in your vocabulary. What I say? Look at you. Scarce. Sometimes <laughs> when you just go and you go. Because I didn't know I said that. <laughs> but anyways, 
the men, um, you know, they were kind of like slow walking into the spot that we were in. We even had some guys come in and look at the women or look in and be like, nah, I'm not into it. And it might have been them, like their nerves. Right. It was definitely them. Because the women weren't bad at all. This nigga, one nigga popped in, told a fucking poem. Two of them shits, nigga. But he was the first dude that actually came in. So, you know, he was getting a lot of love. You know who he reminded me of? (laughs) He reminded me of, you remember on um, Friday after next when Craig and Daddy was doing security in that lot? Remember when uh, Money Mike had the store, that dude and the girl that tried to rob him? Beforehand, he was like, oh, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm fine. He, he started shaking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what <laughs> so uh, it was like, I might be reaching, might be like 15 women that was here, right? Yeah, about uh, about 13 to 15, something like that. So we had two guys, and then everybody kindly talked me into doing it. So yeah, your boy did speed dating. Uh, Let me yesterday. tell you, Jarrell Jer- was flaw was the, he was the talk of the event, bro. We all was trying to convince him to do it the entire time. Be like, no, I won't do it. No, I'm just here to host. I'm a host, my But guy. then it ended up being just him being the only single nigga in here in a room full of women. You ain't going to tell him about uh, about uh, the OG that 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 that, put, <sighs> that was about to put the move on you? Yeah. She was ready to go to the car and get the whipped cream and, <laughs> and do some things. You know, she kept She looked reminding. at that man. She introduced herself. And she said, you know, I am who I am. I'm a... Mother of how many and so on and so forth. Then I liked chocolate and looked at him and gave him the look and stepped on on bottom business said, like follow me. She said you want me to follow and me. She said she had whipped cream in the car. Mm, 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 mm. But anyways, mm. shout out to that um young lady. But we had a, a, a tremendous time. Uh, speed dating is fun. Speed dating was fun. And first off, we wanted to try to do this like every month, and we had. Some guys who signed up but didn't show up. So Shame I wanna, on you, Nick. So I want to talk about that, right? Men, blind dating. What do you personally think of blind dating? Because I think that the blind date is something that men try not to get into because of men being physical, visual creatures, wanting to know beforehand on what the women look like. And so I don't I, I don't think we thought that one through like blind dating and just telling men to come through and whatever they I mean, whatever shit here. I think it's a slight difference, right? So when you talk about blind dating, that means you're one on one with this person at an event or venue or some or some type of intimate setting where you're just sitting with this particular person. That's a bit more intimidating in regards to going into that and not knowing what the fuck he or she might look like. Right. Now, when you talk about speed dating, we're doing a speed dating event. That tells me that there's going to be a variety of individuals there. And not only that, but speed dating isn't, I mean, it's dating, but it's not like official dating. The the setting isn't as intimate as it is with somebody else one-on-one. The conversation might go that route a little bit, but it's an introduction conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's a testing the waters to see what this person's mind is like. To see if I'm intrigued enough to want to go past this point right. to that intimate date one on one, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I wouldn't myself go on a blind date. No, you wouldn't. No, why not? No, I'm fucking scared. I don't. I've never done it. <sighs> I'm not walking into that shit, bro. Mm. I'm not walking into that fucking trap. You ever walk into a spider web? You ain't see it, and you ain't see but it. But you want to know? That's what the fuck I would feel okay. like. Okay, now I did the speed dating yesterday. This is what I learned from it. Right, the conversation. 
you can actually have with somebody, let's just say that you're not really attracted to. Let's just say you're not attracted to them. Don't know, right? But the conversation that you actually having with people that you probably wouldn't talk to mm-hmm. could be powerful. It just you, you you could just have met a friend. You feel what I'm saying? So like, if I set you up on a blind date, right? The goal is to see if you two could come together as one eventually, right? But you go to on a date and you realize, man, all right, I'm not attracted to this person at all. It's not my type, right? But then you sit down with that person and the vibe. The energy is so incredible. Y'all like the same things. Y'all into the same things. Now, you might not but have... But she ugly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, I'm You listening. might not have met your future wife, but you just met a homie. You understand what I'm saying? And that's and that was me. I think that I had... Listen, the, with the speed dating thing, it was five minutes per session, right? So mm-hmm. it was just like you sit down with the... With the young lady for five minutes and just talk. Mm-hmm. And I know it was only five minutes and you really can't fuck up five minutes, but you can. You, yeah, you can. You can say the wrong thing. I was in there at one of the tables and the couple, the dude stopped. He said, bro, we got to switch. I said, well, you want to switch already? The time ain't up yet. He said, yeah, she a fucking Eagles fan. Ain't nothing else to talk about. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, she a fucking Eagles fan. She said the same thing. She was like, you're a fucking Cowboys fan. I was like, shit, I'm, like, I'm good. I was like, well, just talk about something else other than football. It was good. a rap. Yeah, where is life? They were sitting right back here at this table. He was like, like, bro, switch. I was like, yo, time ain't up yet. He's a fucking Eagles fan. My nigga ain't close. Yo. He's a fucking Eagles fan. He was tight, too. Like, hit me with the... Nigga, like... (laughs) No. Yo, I didn't think... I I didn't think it was like that. I mean, people people be... There's families that coexist in the household. But I get it. Nope. I get it. I get it. Where was that? Because you threw me off with that one. You can't mess up five minutes, but you can as, as you can just, I personally you know. had a great time and it came it it taught me something because in the process of me being single I'm like man I got a newborn baby she'll be one later on this month I got another young kid he's 5 I got two adults really like my situation is all over the place and I was just like yo I don't want to put nothing on nobody like you know see like I got a lot going on so I'm not about to date because of that situation. What's up? What you laughing at? <laughs> I just remember something somebody said. Well, what did he say? So when you when they were setting up the event, right? When you went out, everybody was sitting in there, and then you went out there while they were setting up the tables for the speed dating event. Yeah. One of the girls put you up on Facebook. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, he, he has a nice number of kids. He should change his Facebook name." To pull out game week. <laughs> I'm thinking all about it until you just brought up. <laughs> she said his name should be, you see how it says, uh, personal trainer, entrepreneur, podcast brother. Right after that, it should say, pull out game week. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think I know who said that too. <laughs> she was sitting right there. Yep. Yeah, I know. She was wild aggressive uh Whoa. yesterday. That shit had me. I know who said that. Tears. Yeah, yeah. She, she was wild aggressive. <laughs> oh, we just got him a football team, a basketball team. Mm. So yeah, but, but that was one of the reasons why like I, I tend to stay to my stuff self and stay off the dating scene. But just being out there with the young ladies and being in here, you know, just lets me know like sometimes you just gotta jump out there, give it a shot, because you never know who 
um, will just accept your lifestyle right. and what you're about. You know what I'm saying? Was there any young ladies you spoke to? You was like, you know, I'll go out with you outside of this little speed. That was the in? thing. They was turning into the homie. That's what I was saying. Right. So that's what I learned. It was just like you. But was don't. they looking at you like the homie? I don't know how they was looking at me. I don't know because once again we're speed dating, so they can't tell you how they feel. They got to write your name down on the paper right. and write whether they like you or not. So I don't know what any of them thought. You understand what I'm saying? But me personally, would I give you my number so we can kick it? Yeah, let's let's hang out as mm-hmm. the homies. Like just talking to people. I like to talk to people. Believe it or not, people think I don't. I do if I can get something from it, like some energy or a vibe. Right. Um. So the next. Frap and chat we have speed dating I encourage the fellas to come out Because it's not what you think Even if you're not attracted to these women It's a fun event Ladies I'm pretty sure Listen I didn't I didn't participate You know what I'm saying I didn't want my girl to ride past Starbucks And do a 187 and shit Absolutely You know what I'm saying So I, I actually stood behind the glass Behind the glass In the corner And I watched from afar And I had a great time You yeah. know what I'm saying it was, it was just fun I enjoyed myself It was cool to see people Interacting with with everybody and certain you can you know tell um, they were enjoying the conversation by just looking and seeing them smiling or having a laugh or whatever or leaning over or something like that or making a facial expression. So it was cool to, uh, to be a part of and, and see that man. And even the ladies, they might not have hey, they, they might not have liked every guy that walked in, but the conversation might have. You know what I'm saying? Anything anything is possible. You just never know until you talk to them. So I don't Factory. I want to I want to remove the pressure of if you come here you got to find love. No, I don't know Factory. if I don't listen. I had to leave ahead of time. I don't know if anybody found the match last night. I don't know. But I bet you everyone here had a good time and took something from it cuz we actually had like a round table discussion after it as a matter of before. fact. Before. Well, before we actually mm-hmm. sat around here and it was like like we said like 13 14 yeah. women yeah, And we had a round table discussion on some things And uh, the discussion that we touched on was like Gail King right mm-hmm. Gail King and the situation and Snoop uh, The Snoop Dogg situation The Kobe Bryant situation Kobe Bryant fought upon fit the pawn Kobe Bryant Fit on up. <laughs> <laughs> And to my surprise um, The women were letting Gail have it mm-hmm. The women were having Gail have it Once again this is one of them things where you go on Twitter and you see a lot of women, you know, on some, you can't say certain things to Gail because, you know, she's a black woman. She's up of age. And they're just like, you know, you know, black men, they, they're turning the whole narrative again from black women to black versus black men. And that's kind of like some of the conversations I hate having. I mean, but and my per- Snoop, my personal- Snoop Dogg is a black man of age. Right? That's a fact. Snoop Dogg ain't no young That's boy. That's a fact. Snoop Dogg is. I think certain people get certain pastors that say certain things about certain people. Like... Like uh, Tyler Perry could curse Oprah out, like yeah. that could happen. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan can't curse Oprah out. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just it's levels to this shit. Yeah. It can't happen. I personally see. I don't put too much stock in the whole death threat thing on social media. I mean, anybody that threatens somebody on social media or or close to it, they're just talking you, you, shit. Right? They they just talking. Nothing happens. So when people started saying, "Oh man, Gail King, she was." They 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 threatened her. It, it didn't do nothing to me because I'm like, oh, welcome to you. You've got people's attention. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like people right. know who you are now. When people know who you are, you're going to get death threats. It comes with it. You know, we've been dumb jocks, idiots. Like when when you, the podcast brothers have been dumb jocks and idiots for four years. You understand what I'm saying? When you put yourself in front of and the we people, got four more years to go. 
when you <laughs> when you put yourself in front of the people, you're going to get scrutinized, and people aren't going to like a lot of the things that you say. You're going to have some that do like it. But turns out, you know, Gail King has been like the understudy of Oprah for so long. So Oprah has been taking a lot of the bullets when it comes to mm-hmm. her handling of uh, Michael Jackson and Bill Russell and hip hop and things of that nature. Oprah what she do to Bill Russell. Not Bill Russell. God damn, Russell Simmons. My bad. Oh, Thanks. I was about to say, whoa, you, whoa. You, whoa. Hold up, man. Russell Simmons. Ah. Um, uh, hip-hop, Oprah has, you know what I'm saying, has done some things that hasn't sat well with black people. And Oprah has been taking bullets for a long time. People have been canceling Oprah forever. Cancel somebody does not work. Social media, cancel this person. It doesn't still, exist. I, I cancel Oprah and I'm still watching Greenleaf. That count? <laughs> it, does, it doesn't make sense. Because guess what? Somebody like Oprah can put her name on a movie you like and not even know she she financed right. it. Right. You can't cancel nobody. They be like, oh, I want to cancel Terry Crews. But guess what came on? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I want to watch that shit. What the hell is that? It's a, well, it's a, it's a cop show. It's a funny show <laughs> oh. on, um, on Fox. Oh, I assume Terry Crews is in it. But it's a funny show. Okay, no, I'm just saying That's by, what I'm by saying. your use yeah, of yeah, the yeah, explanation. Yeah, Terry Crews is okay, in. all right, I've never heard of it. How so are you going to cancel somebody when, in reality, they they're probably got their hands in something that you don't even know that they got their hands in? Yeah, that's you true. understand what I'm saying? Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, so yeah, Oprah has been taking a lot of the uh, she's punishment. been taking the brunt of the force of the backlash in regards to you know being outspoken in regards to unfortunate situations that involve primarily black men. So now, Gail King is getting it. And it's shocking to her. It's surprising to her. So Oprah then goes on this other talk show. I don't recall oh, what she it did? was. Oprah, tell, and she that. tells the people that Gail King isn't doing well. She's receiving death threats. And she the, the water work starts pouring down, right? And I'm not buying it. <laughs> Oprah, oh, she says Gail King has to walk around with security. I think we know. And... With CBS, first off, CBS in the morning, right? We don't watch that. No. That's number one. Number two, nobody knew Lisa Lisa Leslie was going on that show. If if CBS, if the CBS network didn't chop up that scene and put it out there, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know nothing about it. No. I don't think we even know if the full <clears throat> interview dropped, and I don't think we even want to watch it. That's not what we. That's, the, that, that's not our go to. So yes, CBS is dead wrong for. Gail ain't, Gail ain't chopped that scene up. Right. I'm not trying to call Gail slow or nothing, but I know she ain't on her iPhone chopping up videos and uploading them to um, Twitter. And not that particular, she ain't doing that. Not that particular clip off top to introduce the interview. Her questioning was horrific. Yeah, horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. Because she was on some like Lisa was trying to take up for Kobe, and she just was like, "Well, you, <laughs> would, you, you wouldn't have you, seen it though, Lisa. You, you, you wouldn't have seen know. it." Right? Like, I think that, I think that's the part that pissed yeah. people off the most because after she asked the question, Lisa gave her answer, but Gail is kind of still like, "Now, nah, come on now, Lisa, you know that shit. You know you would." That's seen basically that what she's saying. You know what I'm saying? In, in like, ghetto terms, you know yeah, you wouldn't have seen know, that shit, but you nigga. know, yeah, right, right, right. So for the first time in Gail King's career, probably, probably, probably not. Because if you remember last year, and I think we talked about this as she well, yesterday she did an R. Kelly right. joint. Right. And boy, oh boy, were they like, get him, Auntie Gail. Get right. him, Auntie Gail. Right. On social media, once again, we play off our emotions when somebody is talking the talk that we want them to talk. Get him. Get R. Kelly. We don't, no mercy for him. Rip him apart. We love you. When it's a superstar we like. You need to take it easy. Right, and not only that. But that's the unwritten code that you need to know. And not only that, it's the way in which he happened and how recent that it 
still is. Yeah. It's just an untimely amount. It's just an untimely question. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what does that have to do with why people are sad or hurt or bringing up memories of him being at the top of his game? He passed away with his daughter in a helicopter crash. Like he didn't, he didn't, he didn't fucking pass away in a getaway car that flew off a bridge after robbing a bank. Like you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't. There's no reason to ask these types of questions per this scenario. It's a tragic situation. Why are you bringing up dirt on this man at this point in time? And it makes it and, and it makes you feel like unwritten rules need to now be written. How many times have we said when a person passes, okay, it's a wrap, it's done. Mm-hmm. If you didn't catch him or get him or bury him enough when he was here, because let's be honest, the Colorado incident happened uh, over ten years ago. Colorado incident. Colorado. Was- oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, it was oh three. Oh three happened so long ago, right? And when it was over, it was kind of over. It never really was brought up. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, and that's not saying that the public, the women, and anybody else never had a problem or didn't look at him as the R word. You understand what I'm saying? You know what I it's was, just It's just, it wasn't being talked about. You know what I remember from that? What? I remember him going to court. And on the same days that he was going to court in Colorado, when the Lakers had a game that night, he was dropping like 45. Yeah, I remember that's what, that. That's what I remember. I remember now. You're refreshing my memory. Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember. He was averaging, he averaged like 47 that week. He was going back and forth to court with Colorado, however long that shit lasts. But I say that to say it got swept under the rug. Whoever she is obviously ain't making no complaints because nobody heard shit from her. You know, TMZ will break some shit. Doom, 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 doom. 2003, Kobe Bryant accuser says that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been... Nobody on no side of the equation has brought this situation up, but the media says that you have to question it as a part of his legacy. Why? We're talking about basketball. We're talking about basketball, my nigga. Which got me to thinking about Bill Cosby, right? Once again, we always love who love we, we love who's on our side, right? We killed Bill Cosby for shits and giggles, for jokes, because we don't know the truth, right? right? But now that Bill Cosby is like tweeting from jail, I guess. Yeah, what's really up with that? Yeah, is that I, really him? I thought he was blind. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. I was like, wait. I thought this nigga was blind, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, confused yeah. as fuck. You know what? When it comes to celebrity, you don't know who's really tweeting. You know, We don't know that. So uh, we're just going to say it's Bill Cosby for now. All right. <laughs> but when he comes out and he starts talking that talk that the people want to hear. Now it's free Bill Cosby. Let's go Bill Cosby. So I'm just... I'm just disappointed in how even me, social media, and I've said this before, we play off our emotions. We know whoever released that clip knew it was going to get the people riled up. Right. That's a fact. Right. You de- debate, like, fan, don't debate me on that. That yeah. clip was a setup. The cameraman was blocked. The cameraman was bribed to get that up. <laughs> and we fell for it. Yeah. You understand get what I'm saying? Up. And it just got me. But it, it also helped me understand the emotion of men. Right, what Snoop said, he was going off his emotion. This guy was a Laker fan his whole life. It's kind of like you, right? Mm-hmm. Like me, did I like Kobe his whole basketball career? No, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But you did. Mm-hmm. Snoop did. Mm-hmm. That's his man's. Right. Snoop even knew him. Right. So when you go at somebody's man's, right. their emotional response might not be the smartest one. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But as a man, it just showed me that just sometimes. And also, Some, it, it's hard. 
And also, I think also you have to take into account who people are. This is Snoop Dogg. What the fuck do we expect him to say? This is what he's been doing. This is who he is. Many- now, if if The Rock would have came out and said, yeah. "All right, you funky dog head bitch," yeah, well, like, I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, this nigga wilding. That's like, how I saw The Rock too, though. Like, <laughs> funky dog head bitch. Let me tell you something, some some bitch. bitch. <laughs> but no, I think I think The Rock is a professional in, in every sense of you know presenting himself to the world. So I don't think he would. If he did have an issue with what Gail said, he probably would have said it in private. He probably wouldn't did no Instagram video like that or whatever. But Snoop Dogg, come on, man. We talk about it. He's still cripping, bro. Like Every year, Snoop Dogg takes an IG video oh, yeah, and with, goes that, off, yeah. with that cap on his head. <laughs> he just, just woke up. He just woke up. The, the, the thing about the video that cracked me up was he started off extremely polite, right? I thought, I thought he was going to get, you know, just express his disappointment like, he was like, "Ain't you friends with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us?" Like he seemed so sincere and like, like why? And he was like, "I want to call him one. Can I call him one? Funky dog head bitch. Don't you ever disrespect my motherfucker homeboy's name? Are we gonna come get you on the set, bitch?" <laughs> God, he cursed Gail. Out. But hey, the I funny cried, thing is though, man. nobody's coming to get you, Gail. Nobody's coming to get you. The, the, the nobody's coming, to, nobody's get coming to get you, Gail. And I think it's it's <laughs> shocking to her because, like I was talking about, like ten minutes ago, you're now stepping out of Oprah's shadow. Oprah's used to this. This is Oprah's lane. Oprah know when she come out and she talk about certain rappers, athletes, or whatever. Bill Bill Cosby got you. Feel what I'm saying? Right. And Bill Cosby shitted on everybody. That's why Eddie Murphy just did that um Saturday night Saturday night live shitting on. It. You feel what I'm saying? Like they come out and they shit on the people. And there's some backlash because people love the people that they're talking about. Right now, mm-hmm. we talked about this last week. We talked about this the week before. Kobe Bryant, this might be the most tragic death. Of an NBA superstar or of player of all time. Because everybody that we might follow on social media, social media is bigger than our following. What's it called? But nah, everybody. Bad too. Who? Um, I can't remember his name. No, his no, no. girlfriend set him up, remember? Oh, he played for, the, he played for the, uh, the Grizzlies. His girlfriend set him up. He got shot up like seven times. True, but what I'm saying to you is he's a Laker, right? And what I'm telling you is I made he's this a super. I he's made, a global star. I made this comparison last week. <clears throat> Carl yeah. Anthony Towns, huh? nice, right? He nice, okay, yeah. But nobody talks about him, mm-hmm. right? Kobe Bryant was talked about every day of his 20 year career, yeah, because the Lakers are so big, they're so loved and hated. Right. So you had an opinion about Kobe Bryant every period. day. Not everyone years. has an opinion on Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, that's Not true. everybody has an opinion on Wiggins. Right. Not everybody, everybody has, has an opinion, opinion on, on Devin Booker. Devin Booker, right? Yeah. No, nobody even don't even know who he is. Probably right. Oh, he dropped seventy something. Who? who? Right. Feel what I'm saying? But if they play for the Lakers, they but would know how much the- they would know how much if he wasn't producing. Even it, it goes either way. That's like, how powerful you the get Lakers recognized is. for producing, and you you get your recognition for not producing. Yeah, they know you get, who you are. Right. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So that's how that works. So when I say Kobe Bryant death is huge, I'm un- it's an understatement because what I was getting at is our social media is bigger than our Twitter following, but everybody mm. we follow is associated with basketball some way. Yep. So that's why I said it's bigger. For me, the impact of what I'm seeing, I wasn't on Twitter, I don't think, in, when Mike passed, but I was on Twitter when Prince died. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I follow all of Prince's fans. You understand what I'm saying? Right. right. So when Prince died, my timeline wasn't as flooded as Kobe's, right. as, as with this Kobe situation. So everybody me, knows Kobe Bryant. Right. So for me, it's more impactful 
this is the most impactful death of my generation, I think, even bigger than Mike. Um, and that might be because Kobe's international too, though. That might be a good point, actually, because we, a lot of us, like, we came up with Mike, but Mike was already popping before we was even who we were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mike was doing this shit since he was like seven. Yeah. So by the time we was born, he was well into the star that he already was. But even with you saying so, that, with us coming up, we saw Kobe from day one, like, from day one of that 20 years, we saw him go from that kid that nobody was sure of to being that super ultra-confident superstar. And I and, and I was real messed up when Mike passed, but the people that I thought would be messed up, like the older people, they just was like, you know, shit happens. Like, they really didn't right. care. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. But I think all of us was affected, especially because it was a kid involved, kids yeah. involved. Right. So when you say something, and, and, especially, it, and especially because you just saw him at a couple of games courtside with his daughter. Yeah. And that he was his name was all on Sports Center that entire week due to LeBron about to pass him on the all time scorers list. And his last tweet was to LeBron right after that game, right isn't after it, LeBron. Isn't that spooky? Like, that shit was crazy. Like he was active, like because the way they c- compare Mike, Kobe, and LeBron, and for his last tweet to be to keep, to be graduating yeah. LeBron James, keep pushing the game forward. How are we still having that conversation about people and their legacies and who's better than who? You just got to appreciate them while they're here, those man. Those three are three different animals, man. Right. And let LeBron be LeBron. Let right. LeBron do his thing. But, Gail King, back to you. This is this is new territory for you. You tried something. You tried. Because even if, matter of fact, the young lady that we talked about yesterday where she said she had the whipped cream for me. She's an mm-hmm. older lady. She has grandchildren. She was 50-something, I think. She said she was 51. Mm-hmm. And she said. When Gail got the script of the questions to ask, she should have known morally not to ask ask those questions. And once again, we had a round table here of women who didn't agree with Gail Kim's. With with, with, uh, Gail Kim said, "Why you keep calling her that?" I don't know, man. (laughs) Gail King, I keep calling her Kim Gail. Gail King, Gail King. These women did not agree with how she went about it and the repercussions she got for it. They was kind of like numb to it too. Once again, this was all black women, so. There's going to be some people who say, hey, she's a black woman. You don't talk to her like that. And you got some people that say, listen, you knew. You played on the emotions of black right. people. So you're going to get what you're going to get. It's just threats. Nobody's going to do nothing to you. Nobody. You're better man. off talking to somebody that didn't like them or wasn't friends with them to try to get the reaction you wanted. Why would you try to drag Lisa Leslie into that fucking bullshit? Probably like, like the women. You know what I mean? The yeah, black but that, women, was, that was still her friend, though. Women stand up. You know oh, but. Still her friend. And CBS, y'all wrong for that? <clears throat> Gail, Gail King. I, only, I mean, I'm not mad at CBS, but Gail, they did their job. She would have got away with it if it wasn't for that nosy they network. Probably <laughs> they probably would have dropped the whole interview with no problem. We wouldn't have seen it. Nobody, nobody watches just, CBS in the morning. I'm just saying, nobody watches nobody watches CBS, but you would have watched YouTube to see the bullshit she said to get... To understand what's going on The only other video I watched with her in it Was R. Kelly And that's because R. Kelly was in Right That's what I'm saying though But if you would have heard About the controversy About this conversation And the whole interview dropped Instead of just a clip You would have went to YouTube To watch it To see what the fuck she said You want to watch it on the network Yeah Depends on what they name it But if you name right. it Gail King in, Gail King interviews Lisa Leslie And they talk about basketball Amongst other things No 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 her. I mean if that was included the, the bit about Kobe But it wasn't just the clip That they dropped It was the whole video Niggas would have watched it You know what we watched though they say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright, Bright light, city lights. I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. Oh, yeah. I just come to the go. It's crazy, man. Motherfucker, last episode of Last power, episode bro. of my goddamn favorite show, man. 
It was a great episode. I'm not going to lie to you. My heart was racing the whole time, man. <clears throat> it was 80 minutes long. Uh, shout out to them for that, for giving us almost 90 minutes of content. I was right. Tariq did it. You said Ramona did it. No, I sw- Well, Tariq was like one of my first picks, and no. I switched to Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you gotta go with the short thing, man. I never wavered. I didn't think it was ever Ramona or anyone else. I always knew it was Tariq. For the simple fact of the promotion and the branding of the whole second season. It's called the final betrayal. The only person who can betray him that way would be Tariq. It can't be named the final betrayal and fucking Cooper Sack shoot ghost. That's a fact. It can't be named Final Betrayal and fucking Dre or uh Tate shoots ghost. Like shit just don't make sense. That's a fact. It can't be to find a betrayal if Tommy fucking shoots. Tommy had a million fucking chances. Tommy to kill was supposed nigga. to kill Ghost season two. Yeah, so like, that man, betrayal you, been happening. You, that was the first betrayal, right? <laughs> no, they eat your ass out of it. This is the final one, bitch. <laughs> you was the first one. You was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> no. You can't, right? Um, I thought it was a tremendous episode. I thought it was, um, man. Where, th- do, where do we start? I thought it was kind of stupid and well, dope at the same me. time. I was a stupid. First of all, Tasha has Ghost was right. You are you can't go back to the fucking half wit chicken head who'd still be in the hood if it wasn't for me. Mm. That was her the whole time. Upon the closing of this episode, I realized that nothing she did helped herself. Ghost was never trying to turn Tasha in for nothing. Ghost was never trying to set Tasha up. He, she was never a part of his agenda as far as undercutting anybody out of the picture. He was going to set her up nice and just go on about his life with Angela. But no, Tasha wanted to sell drugs. But no, Tasha wanted to be involved with everything. Then when she get a piece of information, what she do? Go do the opposite and further puts everybody else in the goddamn jam. Nothing she did worked the whole fucking show. Nothing. She never devised a plan that actually worked I can't or give, benefited anybody. I can't give Tasha all that credit you're giving her. I'm not giving her any credit. This is the opposite of credit. No, I'm saying you're, you're giving her fuck up credit. I, I don't know if I can give her all that credit, like because if it's good or bad. But I didn't get my main point. Gotcha. Okay. All of this shit that you niggas went through could have been avoided if you would have followed the money man from day one. Hey, I don't want to sell drugs no more. I'm out the game. I'm getting a lot of other money over here now, and I know how to get more. No, keep doing this. Fast forward six years later, your ass is in jail. But time out, though. She looked at the money from the club and said, this ain't enough. This doesn't equal what we bring from the street. So it's not like she just was like, no, you're just a drug dealer because. But she also didn't have enough confidence or belief in this nigga that he would figure out that gap. It was just, this ain't enough. Keep selling drugs. But do they? Do do women have faith in that? That's her fault. That's her fault. Without women, if your girl, if you came up with a plan, and your girl don't believe in it, she gonna give you a hard time. Only he's the only one. Think about it. When it comes to truth, he's the only one that believes in that club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And but they should have. It was a come up for Angela because she was a cop, so that was love for her. But everybody else was like, "Fam, fuck this club." I said, "I mean, of course it's a downgrade when you a fucking kingpin." But when you dead or in jail, it's a fucking upgrade. <laughs> well, she, I don't, well, only he knew. I bet her ass wish she would have went back and worked the books at Truth but Now. Look, he ghost knew Bitch. the only way out was death or prison. Tasha thought she was, she was living her fantasy life. How man. the fuck could he think that and she don't? 
Bitch, I'm telling you, you with me every day. You know this shit is real. Because in her eyes, she's like, you're a ghost. You're, oh you, you can get away with anything. No, I'm telling you no. the dream she was living. So all of this shit, so they come up with this plan to kill ghosts, all of this shit. Bitch, you should have just took the rap for Ray Ray murder. I'm going to say, I'm going to reverse back and say it's not Tasha's fault. It's Tariq's fault. Think about it. If ghosts, ghosts separated the family, yes. Took his kids to see Angela and stayed the night a few times. Reek was the one that rebelled. Tasha reacted. Everything is off of Tasha reacting towards Reek rebelling. If Re- if Reek would have accepted what was, Tasha would have went off into the night. There was no plan to kill ghosts. Tasha just would have been left in the dark to do whatever she had to do. Tasha's reaction had really been based on protecting Reek. That's all. And since protecting Reek from what? To her best ability, not go to jail. Uh, remember, Reek's been running from the law since um, Raina died, and All that was fault. like three. But it, but but we're not mothers. I'm with I'm with ghosts. I think we agree with ghosts. Absolutely. As a father, you're 18. If this is your first slip up, all right, cool. This is the second slip up, all right, cool. Your third, all right, all right. Like, listen, bro. Listen. What the fuck else do you want us to do here? I get that, but that's the mother now. And the mother, she gonna tell us why don't you love him the way I do? But what, bitch, what? That ain't got nothing to do with this Man, right now. You're asking. Look uh, how you're enabling him with your fucking love. Crippled the boy. Mothers, women. I'm sorry. Like I've like I've, I've been around women. I've been around mothers. I've been like I they're when they're on their shit. Don't expect it. Don't expect it to make sense, but to them. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. For Tasha to tell him. Now, before y'all kill me, because you're going to call me dumb. Before y'all kill me, understand, Tasha looked that man in the eyes and said, why don't you love him like I do? Who told you that he does not love his son? You understand what I'm saying? What gives you the right to say that to the father? And why, why do we get killed? And not only you understand that, what I'm saying? why do I have to love him the way you do? Why can't I love him the way I do? And it'd be perfectly fine. And what if my, like, plan, what if, what and what if my plan is a form of love? You right. know what? We got to start running. And what if my plan is better than yours? Because guess what? Because <laughs> guess what? Right. That too. Right. Technically, you did catch a body. Yeah. We can't keep running from the body. Right. And your plan is to take me, which was the plan in the beginning until I came up with a better one. Right. <laughs> right. I, which was the plan until I came up with a better one because now I'm about to be Lieutenant Governor. <laughs> Shit's changed. Shit changed. Shit changed. She told us straight up, listen, Tasha, I already went to for some shit that I didn't do. I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> not only that, bitch, I'm about to be Lieutenant Governor. Bitch, is you tripping? Yeah. And you drunk as shit? Why the fuck would I turn myself in for this? And then... And then we're talking about Tariq James St. Patrick, right? Tariq James St. Patrick. Now let's say we fix him with this. Record shows he's going to fuck up again. Yep. <laughs> That's the problem. Yep. And we didn't even escape the Ray Ray murder. They're still. He's still, he's still a it. suspect. Like, Tasha that act shit like didn't we, go away. Tasha act like we beat that. Right. We didn't beat nothing. Yep. All of us will go down. His DNA was at the crime scene. Like, there's no way you can pin that on anybody else. I'm sorry, but be honest. Everybody goes down, or this grown ass eighteen year old Tariq who think he knows everything goes down. And then not only that, I'm in Albany now. I work for the Democratic fucking party, bro. You don't know what type of strings I can be able to pull once let's, I'm in a seat. Let's in talk Albany. about it. Let's talk about it. How many politicians, kids, are fuck ups? All of them. Why are we only? Why are we? <laughs> All why, of them. Why are we the only ones that look that looked as fucked ups? Right. You understand what I'm saying? All those politicians use their stroke to get their kids parole, yep. life sentences, house arrests. All he that. was not going to do no time. He was not going to do no time, bro. He was going to do nothing. 
done. You seen how that? You seen how that white man breezed in there and told Warner to leave Jason and Patrick alone? Facts. It's that easy, bro. Because the I don't black, even think I don't even think Ghost ever even had a conversation with that. I don't nigga. think Ghost knew that happened. I don't even think that even know that happened. But they were so factuated. That's not the word. Infactuated. Infactuated with getting black people to vote Democratic. They were going to do whatever James needed. That's why he was so yeah. important to them. Yeah. And I, and I just got one request. Get my son off. That's it. Help my son. That's Help it. my son out. That's it. Everything else I work for. Like at the end of power, you saw what Tasha did with um Stir. I need my kid. Right. Same oh, shit. This is nothing. Same shit. That might now, now, now. You know, now that's magnified by 20,000 because you work for the government. Did you see the reaction Reek had? Damn, he got Damn, you that, He got that juice like that? Now, see, for us, that's juice. For him, it's nothing. So we might be, so Reek thinking, you're not going to get me off that. But to the person that Ghost can have a conversation with, we're going to give him probation. White people get it. People, not even white people, people in power, they get that all the time. Right. And Yo, then he this gonna, is my kid. Give then, him a slap on the wrist. Then he tried to throw Raina's murder. So he told Ghost, so that's the punishment I get for killing the motherfucker that killed my sister? She would have been dead if it wasn't for you to begin with. <laughs> Don't try to use that in my face Yo, to begin with. Fam, like, I died laughing. That's on you. That's that's on you, not I, fucking me. I died laughing when he said, um, so he, dad, you going to send me to jail? He said, you going to send me to jail? Send it to your room, ain't work. Send it to your room, didn't work. I really, yo, I really laugh. Like, <laughs> LOL, out loud, for real, oh, dead man. ass. And not only that, let's talk further talk about the, the grimy shit Tasha does while, while trying to set up Q yeah. for Tariq. Yeah. How many niggas you gonna throw in the line of fire for this little shithead? That was real sloppy. I'm glad he was smart enough to go to the store. This was a perfect example of why Ghost was right, be honest with you. Everything Tasha did was for Reek. And that's why I blame Reek for this because I really can't fault Tasha for trying to protect her son. She already lost Raina. Mm-hmm. And her the way she protected her son is how she thought that she could protect her son. Um, but as you can see, Tasha's downward spiral came from when they lost Raina and she didn't want to lose Reek because Reek kept doing what he was doing. And only did he catch a body, but he started selling drugs, didn't even know what he was doing, started mm-hmm. hanging out with Kanan, setting his own family up, not knowing that Kanan was trying to kill their family. See, this is what he right. don't understand. Right. How many times did you set me up to die? Right. Remember he put the gun to his head? Wake up, little motherfucker. Right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Wake up, little motherfucker. Like, how many he, times did you lie told, to... He also told him, don't you ever make the mistake of thinking that you're smarter than me. So Reek, Never. he got them niggas while he dead. Yep. So, but Reek, right... His whole argument was, you lied to me. Fam, how many times did you lie to me? He told him that, too. How many fucking times did you lie to me? Like, how many times? You've been lying. You've been doing the, the most lying. And not only that, I'm your father. I don't, I, don't have, like, I don't have to tell you certain things, my nigga. I agree with that. I keep certain shit away from you to protect your little ignorant ass. I agree with that. I don't have to tell you I don't you have everything. to tell you shit. I don't. <laughs> that was, but to me, I just think that was a dope episode altogether because it showed ghosts even when it in death. Tasha gets nothing. The, uh, the grandma gets like her rent paid year, for the rest of the year. year. The rest of the year. Not rest even the year. Right. And then um, Reek still got to go to school. He gets everything. He gets all the assets in the estate, but he got to graduate college with a 3.5 GPA in order to get it. And I don't think he can do it. I don't think he can do it. He gonna He's not going to do it. <laughs> That's the funny part. He's not going to do it. This little shithead. He ain't. Like he, he, that's the funny part. Ghost is still winning. And I also I also understand that Ghost is no longer running. I'm talking about him like he's a real person. No, Ghost is no, 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 no longer running. He's no longer hiding. 
he's he's at peace. He's gone. You know what I mean? He can't hurt mm-hmm. no more. He can't protect. He can't like think about think about Ghost as a real person though for six seasons. I don't even think this man six even sleeps. Years. Six years. Right. I don't even think this man even sleeps. Right. He's got to take care. He was the ultimate hustler, man. Right. He's got a. You got Tommy who wants him to be his everything. Mm-hmm. You got his kids. You got Kanan coming for him. You got Tasha. He still the drug business. You got the drug business. He you, still you, got you, truth. You, to, you got truth. You he got to separate. He still wants to know what love is with Angela. Angela. Right. And it just drove him crazy. But guess who's at peace right now? He is to me. And maybe. <laughs> but 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 no. Think like this. I'd be mad as shit. I was just about to be all out tomorrow. Yeah. I'd be mad. And my fucking son shot me. <laughs> ignorant motherfucker. All the people to shoot me. Like, I'm in my hell. I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I was doing all this shit for you, little ugly ass. You gonna take me out? You went hell cursing him out. The day before shit was about to be all good, you little fucking motherfucker. I'm gonna haunt your little dumbass for the rest of your stupid ass. Cursing him out in hell. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Tariq. That nigga knocked out of sleep. Hey, Tariq. Wake your bitch ass up. (laughs) Torment you, motherfucker. But even his death, he wins. Because, like we said, I don't think Rick's going to maintain. I don't, first off, he has to get the three point five. Right, right. he got to get. The 3. I, I didn't go to college. Not only he has to graduate with a three point five. I don't know if he has to maintain a three point five throughout graduation. It's just average out of three point five when graduation comes. But he has to graduate with a three point five. But that's what I was saying, right? Ghost, he's 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 dead. Mm-hmm. Tasha's alive. She gets her like when you're alive and you're living the stressful life. You kind of wish you were dead. Yeah. I bet Tasha wish. Fuck it. I was switch places with James. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And now Reek got to live with the fact that you got your sister killed, killed your dad, and, and your, you mom's, got your mom locked up. Right. Yep. That's that's missing. He, Tariq, Tariq fucked up the whole family. That's what. I, that's why I'm not blaming <laughs> Tasha. I'm blaming Reek. Tariq fucked up the whole Reek. family. And that's <laughs> why fuck. I would rather be dead than have to live with that. Man. They got to live with this now. That's Man. what I'm saying. You. They now got to live with that. Unless you're burning in hell. Nobody know, Nobody wants to know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ghost is burning in hell. Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you. He ain't going to heaven. Yeah, Ghost pretty, is going. He's gone. H-E double hockey sticks. He caught mad bodies. Yes. Mad, bo- he, mad he, bodies. He ain't repenting at one time. He he just thought he could just. He I'm told the reverend. He told the reverend. I ain't your son, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga went to hell. <laughs> he went to hell. <laughs> I ain't your son, nigga. Goes with the hell, fam. That's just a fact. <laughs> Let's do these last few, man. I got to skid it in today. That's a my fact. Kid. Uh, fresh a fiasco, man. Oh, man. Erica Badu is coming out with a fragrance that smells like her pool nana. Fresh a fiasco. Fiasco. Um, I don't want to walk around smelling like Erica Badu's pussy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want to be out with somebody or my girl and I'm like, Yo, what is that smell? Like, I don't think it's for you. No, I'm just saying she got it on. Oh, okay, you know what I'm, I'm like, yo, what is that smell? Like, it smells like pussy. Like, that's my that's my perfume. That's Bitch, me. What? <laughs> that's you? That's your pussy or your perfume? Like, that's just not a scent I want to like be lingering unless I'm getting it in. Like, if we out at dinner, I don't be smelling pussy at the table. Like, I'm gonna go fresh. No. Only for the simple fact is Erica Badu has been known to put spells on men. Um, common. Uh, who uh, Andre three thousand and it's and it was an ongoing joke of man, what is Erica Badu doing to these dudes? So I think that her selling a sense of hers is a way of carrying on the joke of I got that good good that's turning these men out. I think that is the only way she's doing it and it's fresh. Hopefully, it's fresh. I, 
Basically, I hope it's what fresh. What is pussy perfume supposed to smell like? I hope it's fresh. I'm confused. That's all I'm saying. I hope it's fresh. I hope it's fresh also, but also, like, I don't, I don't know. If I ain't fucking your pussy, I don't want to smell your pussy. Fresher fiasco, Meek and Nicki Minaj going at it via Twitter. Fiasco, man. Um, I think Nicki is a... Meek probably got a lot of toxic shit with him, too, but I think Nicki is an extremely toxic person. And I think Meek should really just not even entertain nothing else that even she does he or it? says. How you know he started it? Remember that? Well, he got that song that he came out when he was talking about Nikki's boyfriend wearing blue oh. cut jeans. Well, yeah, I think, I, but I don't think he released that with the intent to ruffle any feathers. What? I don't think it was an unreleased song. You only get that one snippet of it. I think somebody just released it, you know what I'm saying, on, on, some, on some behind the back type shit. But um, he liked the picture of the nigga... Looking like a mannequin in front of Jimmy Jazz, like she got mad. So what, bitch? It was like, it's like a million likes on that pic. The nigga looked like a Jimmy Jazz mannequin. <laughs> like, and there's nothing wrong with clothes from Jimmy Jazz. Jimmy Jazz got some shit in there, to be honest with you. But it's all about how you style it and put it together. He wasn't very well put together. I ain't gonna lie to you. The nigga wear boot cut jeans with Balenciagas. This shit look weird. It I'm do. A, I'm a gold fiasco. Um, these two loved each other at one time. But that doesn't mean that you love each other afterwards. Like, things do get nasty. But I remember we used to clown Meek when he, because he started changing, mm-hmm. right? He got with Nikki, his gear, like, things started changing. We yeah. killed him. We was killing him. And, um, you know, your girlfriend at the time, they'll always say, don't worry about him. He looks cute. Don't worry about them. Baby look cute. But now that they're not together, they're clowning each other. Because Nikki was clowning him with his purse wearing, his clothes wearing. It's like, I don't understand. Hey, you know, he fucked you after that, right? Like, well, okay. confused. Well, yes. <laughs> Confused like you laughing ain't so hard now. I'm gonna go fiasco. Both of both of them are damn near forty. Meek just turned thirty. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Nikki, Nick, Nikki's my age. So. Yeah, Meek just turned thirty like last year or the year before. Y'all like loved that. each other at one time, man. So, but not only that, man. Y'all can't. It, it's. I don't like the way Nikki goes about doing shit. If you look at the pattern and shit, it's like the same shit that's happening between Meek and the new nigga is the same shit that happened between Meek and Safari. The middle piece is Nikki, bro. Like she's doing this, she's doing the same shit, but that's why I don't fucking like her. Like she's doing this. You don't know how to just go with a new nigga and just be peaceful and like be happy with the with the last nigga in the but breeze. Is that Meek? Because nobody told Meek to jump out the window on Safari. Now he's beefing with Nikki's new. So it's like the common denominator is really Meek. No, it's Nikki because Safari ain't there no more, and Meek is Meek ain't involved. But Nick, Nikki. She is antagonizing with all this, the antics that she's doing. Like, why? Y'all had an argument on at that store like a week ago. That was my and, and then a week later, you do the song and post okay. the video. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, what the fuck? Is, if you was going to do it, it was at that moment when the, when the altercation well, just happened. You get your new single. You need promotion. That's how the industry works. And that's why niggas don't like her. Because gotcha. she do that shit gotcha. every time. Gotcha. That shit is garbage, gotcha. man. Okay. I, think it's, I think it's, I don't know. I'm going to go that it's more meat. Cause I I think the him and Safari thing was uncalled for, like nah he Saf- wanted he wanted he wanted her he saw her and he saw opportunity grab her and if I'm Safari I got a problem with that absolutely you, I right. got a problem with that too so don't run up on me when you see me I got a problem with you taking my girl right. sorry and now that's why he got to realize what's going on and see that it's the same cycle of shit and get the and step the fuck back. Because she gonna break up with this nigga and get a new one, and it's gonna happen again. They married though, so hopefully. They- <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I hear that shit, man. <laughs> you want to do the other one? What's the other one? The, uh, the basketball team. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, fresh fiasco. The Virginia Tech Hokies 
I'm not sure if it's specific to one program or all the programs at this university, but the Virginia Tech Hokies are implementing a new rule that students, student athletes that enter the transfer portal will no longer be able to return back to that program. Fiasco. Fiasco. Um, as a change-your-minder person that does that a lot, I think it's fiasco. Um, I think this is for, like, if you hire an agent, they say you can never come back sometimes, whatever like that, or mm-hmm. if, if you decide to Not join, just transfer, make, period. Oh, Not transfer, even, transfer, yeah. right? Not even, yeah. Things happen. And I'm going to go fiasco, man. Um, things happen, and I don't understand. I don't, I don't see why you can't come back. That's, that's just me. Regardless if it makes sense to them or not, I just think that situations happen. Like, what happens if I can't get into the school, right. the new school I want to get in? Now, I'm schoolless. Right. So, yeah. I feel like, as, I, I'm going to say fiasco. fiasco. I feel like as long as that kid has potential and there's an opportunity for him to play at that school, there's still space or whatever. Yeah, why not? Just because a person leaves, something might be going on in that person's family that might want them, that might make them want to relocate somewhere closer to home. You know what I'm saying? Maybe somebody's going through something and it's easier for them to be home. But if things start to look better after that after that scenario, it's like, okay, I don't need to leave anymore. I can stay. Oh, that person should be able to stay on some shit. So, yeah, fiasco. Fuck out of here. You had a fuck you doing? No fuck is you doing this week. Okay. But peace, love, and hair grease in the Middle East. Get high and keep the peace. Not on your own supply. Sometimes you got to. All right, game, game definitely going to change it for the 2020. <laughs> hey, this was episode 172, I believe. Episode 172. It's your boy Fresco Fame. You can follow me on Instagram at Fresco Fame and on Twitter at Fresco Fame. Swag. You already know who I am, how I give it up. Peace out. Deuces.